0: Hey, friends, have I got a show for you today. I have my first guest, so this is going to be a test of how well I get along with others. First, let me say, if you have young ears around, you may want to wait to listen later or put on those noise-canceling headphones as this is a sensitive topic. Second of all, I am not a doctor, nor do I try to fake it. So my advice, opinions, etc., cetera, are not meant to be a blanket diagnosis to everyone. This is just information. So here we go. My guest is someone I work with, hang out with at times, and she may also be my sister from another life because we share so much with relation to our values and our thoughts. She is dynamic, a straight shooter, and a soulful spirit all rolled into one. She is also one of the business owners for SRQ Health and Fitness here in Sarasota, Florida, which I might add was the winner for the SRQ 2022 Personal Training Studio of the Year. I've been working with this badass for five years, and I'm stoked to have my friend and partner in crime, Jen Clark, with me today. Welcome, Jen.
1: Hi, Patty. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be your first guest. (laughs) We'll see about that.
0: (laughs) So um, for my listeners out there, let's hear a little bit about your background and how you decided to open a private personal training studio.
1: Well, Patty, I've always had a passion for fitness and weight training, and I turned that into a full-time personal training career a few decades ago. I started at a big box gym here in Sarasota, and after, I don't know, my first 10 or 12 years there, they sold to a mediocre company. And I had a decision to make whether I was going to go work for that company or possibly go off onto my own like I had been wanting to for so long, but fear held me back, of course. Um, So anyways, I decided to take that plunge, leap of faith, and opened up my own studio about 12 years ago. Wow. Best thing I could have ever done. Yes, it was. And it's been an honor working beside you in the studio for the past five years. Well,
0: we definitely have a good time. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, I asked Jen to join me because I couldn't think of a better first-time guest, but also Jen and I share many commonalities as women relative to the challenges of aging up and being active. And that's why we're all here. But male listeners, stay tuned because you might learn a thing or two about this topic. We are going to take a personal journey. Into the M word, menopause. It has such a stigma around it, rightfully so, because it really does not have much to offer in terms of positive effects on the body. At least that's how I feel. How about you, Jen? I definitely feel the same. (laughs) You know, the females in my life, my mom and my grandmother, never discussed private matters openly. From the time I started my period um, to sex and, and of course, menopause. So it was, you know, I've kind of navigated this as it's come along and, you know, commiserate it with my friends. Um, I think Jen could concur on that. Same. Yeah. So, you know, my journey began with all the little goodies in a brown paper bag. And, you know, my mother said, just don't get pregnant. That's pretty much how it, it existed <laughs> for me. And for a better part of 30 years, we, as women, go through our periods, the highs and the lows. And then one day, somewhere in your 40s, you get thrown into perimenopause. This is your period playing the song of should I stay or should I go now? And your body starts going into chaos. Now, the only thing I learned about this journey into menopause came the day I was in my mid-20s, I came to see my mother and she was standing in the kitchen with her head in the freezer and a box fan blowing up her backside. And I asked what she was doing and all I got was that she was having a hot flash and that one day I would understand. So... I didn't get any further explanation, nor did I want one. I just really thought my mom was batshit crazy. So, Jen, did you have a similar story?
1: Similar. <clears throat> uh, my mother was over for a visit one day, and we were just sitting there in the living room talking. And I look over, and she's got all these beads of sweat on her upper lip. And I'm like, what, what the hell's wrong with you? What, what You know, Mom, you're you're sweating like crazy. And she wiped the sweat off her lip and looked at me and said, oh, I'm having a hot flash. You'll, you're going to know what that's like someday. And I remember thinking, no, I won't. <laughs> I work out all the time. I take care of myself. That's not going to happen to me.
0: Well, I know. <laughs> I, I I definitely was in denial mode. And I think it was about the time I was 46, 47. Um, I had very erratic periods. Some were heavy, some were light, some not at all. I still had a good sex drive, um, and you know, when I didn't get a period, I was actually very happy about it. I probably should have relished all of that a
1: little bit longer. Did you have a similar experience? Similar. Mm-hmm. I was forty-six uh, when I stopped having my period, but I really didn't have a perimenopausal period moment. I would say um, I just didn't have my period one day. Wow. And I did. I did follow up. Um, at the doctor about that. And he did tell me two things. He said, you you tend to go into it at a younger age and sometimes can be abrupt like that um, for two reasons. One, I never had children. And two, the vigorous exercise that I have, you know, partaked in most of my life.
0: Yeah, I so the, I got the same I got the same feedback cuz yes. um the one thing the other thing Jen and I have in common um neither of us had have had children so um from what I understand from a medical perspective our bodies hormonally are a little bit different, sure, because we haven't gone through that. Um, but kudos to all you ladies that did endure childbirth. We applaud you. Um, so we're going to move into the female transformation, which is now menopause. It is a new topic for 2023. It is really in the forefront of conversation. Uh, Oprah Winfrey is toasting it, saying it's a it's a wonderful time in your life to reinvent yourself. And there's a lot of open forums to talk about it. Uh, the M word is definitely a marketing hot topic. So that is a reason why I chose it to be one of my first topics with a guest. So I want to open the door for conversation. So Jen, when you realized you were in menopause,
1: did you feel like celebrating? At first I did actually As I mentioned, I was 46 years old. I was getting ready to go on vacation. My period didn't come and it never came. And I celebrated for probably two years. I celebrated. And then around 48, uh, shit hit the fan. It's like I woke up one day and just felt like an old lady. My muscles hurt. My joints hurt. My sleep changed. My skin was getting drier. My belly fat was appearing um, I just, it all just sort of, I felt like it kind of happened overnight. Yeah. But can, it did Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can relate. I can surely relate. And, you know, I, I had minimal symptoms in the perimenopause, but now that I am full blown menopause, I'm going to tell you, I've got the low to no libido. I've got the vaginal dryness, which is highly unpleasant. I've got low energy at times. I've got wicked mood swings, worse than PMS, I can wholeheartedly admit. Um, Collagen loss, uh, definitely noticed that in my skin. I noticed that um, probably in recovery time from training because you do have collagen in your ligaments and in your tendons, and that's been a biggie. Uh, the joint pain most definitely that's been a huge hurdle for me cuz i used to be the person that could get up hop out of bed and go right out the door and do whatever workout i wanted to do so that um i think i talked about in another podcast having to do more warm up and Very cool, true. cool down Man. yeah and um Let's see. Anxiety. Anxiety is a big deal. I've experienced it. I had my first panic attack four years ago. Thankfully, I've got that under control. Um, They say it was stress related, but your body goes into chaos with menopause. And they also said not to discount that menopause was causing that. Uh, acne, uh, Jen and I were just talking about it. Um, I got chin acne. Um, it's, it's like, a, it's like, I'm still getting my period every month. I break <laughs> out once a month and
1: <laughs> I get it on my cheeks. <laughs>
0: And that's not fun. Um, some other things that are not fun about this. I know you I'm, I know you folks are waiting for us to get to the fun part. Um, heart palpitations, that's very rare, but also thyroid issues and the major issues in your hormonal changes, both of which you can find out more about if you get the blood work from your doctor. These are tests that you need to ask for. They are not in your regular panel for your cholesterol cholesterol and your blood sugar and things like that. So you want to talk to your doctor about that. Um, But I want to talk a little bit about remedies and we're, Jen and I both are a little more holistic. I have to confess, I did um, dive into hormone replacement therapy only because I was at a last resort and I'll, I'll switch back to that in a moment. I want to say, ladies, you do not have to be a slave to this change. You need to do whatever it will take to thrive. And there's not a cookie cutter system. There is not a diet to fix it. There's not a magic formula for this. This is something that we share together, that we have to experience and we have to navigate. And we can navigate collectively, but everybody's journey is very individual. So I want to jump into a little bit about what Jen and I have tried and could possibly recommend for you to try to help mitigate some of the symptoms of menopause. So the first thing I want to talk about is meditation.
1: Jen, have you done it? I have. I've been doing five or 10 minute meditations on the Peloton app. I like like Ross. He's amazing. Note to file. Mm Mm-hmm. And yoga, um, has helped me a lot too, just to slow down, to reset, to work on my breathing. Um, you know, we get the mental, the mental belly, like Mm -hmm. we all are familiar with in menopause and like the stress that you mentioned, you know, when we're under stress, that doesn't help belly fat either. So I think the meditation and the yoga are really helpful for, for me anyway, to deal with stress. I like you said, we're both very strong, dynamic women. We get up and we just go, go, go and do, do, do all day, and just that gets harder yes. as you reach fifty and up. Yes, that gets harder. And 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 so and managing like, the stress. I agree. Very important.
0: I agree. And and you know, ladies, it, it there are so many of you out there that juggle multiple balls through the week, through the day. Um, I, I know there's carpool moms out there. I know there's you know you're dealing with meetings, you're running businesses, you're you're taking charge of your life, and at some point you have got to find time for five or ten minutes just to dial it down and calm your body down. Studies are conclusive: stress and lack of sleep add to weight gain, and it's and it's so critical for us to prioritize prioritize taking that time and you know Jen and I've also talked about our sleep habits um, we've dealt with trying to blame it on the mattress but
1: I think we can safely say it's menopause. are you sleeping like you used to no absolutely not. I used to be a great sleeper I would my head would hit the pillow and I would wake up eight you know eight hours later when the alarm went off but now it's it's all over the place all over the place. I don't remember the last time I slept for eight hours without waking up. So my question and what's worked for me is I,
0: and I'm probably on the 80, 20 scale with this. I try to go to bed at the same time
1: every night and get up at the same time every day. I, that's very good advice. I'm trying to do that as well. Even on the weekends. Yes. I notice if I, ten- yes, same thing. Cause <laughs> I'm up at five every morning during the week. And if I think I'm going to lay around and sleep till seven or eight on the weekend, I notice come Monday, I'm off. Right. So I've been working on that too. Right.
0: So, so folks, just so you know, Jen and I, our party days are over and now we are going to bed at 10 o'clock on the (laughs) weekends. So we are, menopause has turned us into very boring people.
1: (laughs) We're still fun, but only until 10 p.m.
0: So all kidding aside, uh, Jen recommended the Peloton app. I also want to up the game on that and recommend Calm or Insight. They have short meditations. Give it a try. They'll also do breath work with you, which is really great for anxiety and mood swings. And I do a lot of breath work sitting at a stoplight driving around because traffic is crazy. So a lot of times it just helps me to center myself. So I do recommend um, taking a deep dive into those. Now, I want to circle back. I brought up hormone replacement therapy, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone levels all fluctuate. So everybody, like I said, is different and your blood work done by your doctor can help you find out what's going on. I personally did the estradiol and now I do a progesterone cream, probably more than you ever wanted to know about me, but, um, I had good results, but note to file, you're really not supposed to be on this stuff longer than five years due to the risks. So read the fine print. Um, they, they did help me, uh, with some joint discomfort. Um, that was primarily what I was looking for with regard to that. Uh, so talk to your doctor at length and see if it's the right avenue for you to try. But I also want to say, don't let that be the only thing you do. I firmly believe that, you know, you could also try acupuncture, although I've never tried it. And I think Jen, you've had some clients try it. Yes. Yep. With success. With success. Mm -hmm. There's, there's another choice. Herbs and supplements, black cohosh, ashwagandha, and DHEA. I've used all three didn't do a thing for me. I'm not saying that it doesn't work for other people. They just did not work for me. And please also note, I know I'm like the risk queen, herbs can react with certain medications. So if you're on any meds, talk to your doctor first before you just dive into those types of supplements. Um, The one thing Jen and I have both experimented with and have some success with is the collagen. Uh, liquid collagen. Um, you've been doing it a lot longer than me. What have you noticed differently for yourself?
1: Uh, I've noticed a lot less joint pain, mm-hmm. and of course, the hair, skin, and nails are definitely uh, stronger. Yes, for and, sure, and better looking. But the you know the the joint pain for sure. You know, and as we get older, you know, just while we're talking about supplements, as we get older, you know, and we still are going at this pace we did when we were 30 right Right. now we're over 50 your body needs more we need more recovery we need more warm-ups we need more supplementation we need more water we need more of all these things absolutely because we're still doing more and or the same as we were doing when we were 30 or we're we're at least giving it a shot we sure are (laughs) even though we're going to bed at 10.
0: Now, since we're both in the fitness business, I know you see this one coming. We have to talk about exercise. We both battle, believe it or not, people, middle age weight gain. Everybody does. But you can fight it. You can jump in. You need to dive in. If you are not strength training, get going. You still need to do the cardio, not the two hours on the elliptical. You don't want to keep your body running at that high rate. You do have to do the warm-ups. You do have to do the cool-downs. You do need mobility work. So you've got to find a pattern for yourself with regard to exercise. Nutrition. Yes, your body changes with regard to nutrition. You may have to put down a glass of wine or two. I'm sorry. It's the truth. Alcohol turns right into belly fat. And if you aren't exercising, it's going to happen quicker.
1: Yes? Yes. See? Affirmative yes. Your body will not burn fat if it's on alcohol. There you go. There you go. You're kidding yourself if you think that you can burn belly fat and drink alcohol.
0: There you go. We (laughs) cannot say it any simpler (laughs) than that. Sorry, folks, not what you want to hear, but that's not saying that you can't have a drink here and there. We are firm believers of the 80-20 rule. Okay. This is not Catholic school. Okay. (laughs) You deserve to have a life. You just have to shift your focus a little bit. So do we do this with dignity? Absolutely. Yes. Do we reinvent ourselves and explore new things like Jen, she dove into hot yoga. She has been passionate about it. That's probably not something she would have thought of at the age of 25. No. See new things. We high five our menopausal sisters knowing that we are kicking ass better than our mothers and our grandmothers. Yes. Yes. So the perception of menopause has definitely stopped me in my tracks. I know it stopped Jen and hers, and I know it has stopped you, but don't let it. We can look at this with clarity and acceptance, or we can look at it with anger. Either way, this is the life for women everywhere everywhere. Every woman is going to go through this. And ladies, I've got a message just for you. So gentlemen, cover your ears, please. In general, when it comes to the trials and tribulations of the female body, men could never walk in our shoes. That's it for this week. Please follow me on Apple or Spotify. Give me a shout if you've enjoyed this show. I appreciate Jen shooting the shit with me today and taking time because you have no idea how many takes it took for us to do this. And please keep listening and training with a purpose for sport and life.